The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Time to rise and shine and pray. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. Tuesday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time in the Missal. This is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Feast of St. Lawrence, Deacon and Martyr. He was born in about 225 and was a Roman deacon under Pope St. Sixtus II. Sixtus, of course, was martyred on August 6th. We celebrated his feast just a few days ago. Now, a well-known legend has persisted from earliest times. Lawrence was charged with the responsibility for the material goods of the church and distribution of alms to the poor. Lawrence knew he would be arrested. So he sought out the poor widows and orphans of Rome, gave them all the money he had on hand. And when the prefect of Rome heard about this, he imagined that Christians must have considerable treasure. And he said, bring me your treasures. The emperor needs them to maintain his forces. After three days, Lawrence gathered a great number of blind, lame, maimed, leprous, orphaned, and widowed persons and put them in rows. When the prefect arrived, Lawrence simply said, These are the treasures of the church. Well, Lawrence was placed on a gridiron with coals beneath it, and after he had suffered pain for a long time, the legend concludes that he made his famous cheerful remark, It is well done. Turn me over. St. Lawrence was martyred in the year 258, and he is the patron saint of chefs. Don't ask me. That's the church's designation. St. Lawrence, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the Church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the gospel. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Jesus, I believe you're here, and I thank you for being here. And during this time of prayer, this time with you, we will reflect on the Feast of St. Lawrence, one of the early martyrs of the Church. We don't know too much about St. Lawrence. Um, there are some some things that we know about him that may be more in the realm of legend. Um, 
but he supposedly died uh, being being burned on a grill and apparently even had the presence of mind and and also faith and trust in, in God, in you, Jesus, to crack a joke as he was being burned. He said that one side of his body was well done and that he could be turned over. Um, now, we don't know if that's true or not, but, uh, but it does reflect something that is true about St. Lawrence, is that he was willing to suffer for Christ. Now, St. Lawrence had a very important position in the church. Um, it was called Archdeacon. And um, he had been given that role by the Pope, by Pope St. Sixtus II. And it was a role that consisted in taking care of and administering the material goods and wealth of the church. And... Um, and so during this time, there was a terrible, terrible persecution of the church. In fact, the Pope himself was killed. And, um, and when the Pope was, was imprisoned and then later killed, well, it was clear that, that, uh, that the other important figures in the church were also going to be persecuted. And in fact, many of them were and were killed, St. Lawrence being one of them. But before he was arrested... The story goes that St. Lawrence, uh, knowing what was going to happen, um, distributed the money that the church had because he knew that, that the emperor, Valerian, one of the reasons for the persecution was that he wanted to acquire, he wanted to steal the church's money and the church's um, wealth. And so what St. Lawrence did was that he distributed that wealth amongst the poor he also um, he also sold the sacred vessels. So sacred vessels were vessels that were used to hold the body and blood of Christ, and they were made of very precious metals and and oftentimes had jewels in them, have jewels in them today, and uh, and he sold those, and he gave the money to the poor. And um, and sure enough, one of the representatives of the emperor came to him. And um, and demanded that Saint Lawrence bring uh, money and and wealth of all different kinds, sacred vet, right? The the sacred vessels, those 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 precious metals, to bring those to the emperor. In fact, um, this uh, this representative of the emperor supposedly said, "You Christians say we are cruel to you." But that is not what I have in mind. I am told that your priests offer in gold, that the sacred blood is received in silver cups, that you have golden candlesticks at your evening services. Now your doctrine says you must render to Caesar what is his. Bring these treasures. The emperor needs them to maintain his forces, to fight his wars. God does not cause money to be counted. He brought none of it into the world with him, only words. Give me the money, therefore, and be rich in words. St. Lawrence said that the church indeed was rich. And he said, Give me some days, and I will come to you, and I will show you, and I will give you our true wealth. And so this representative of the emperor said, Okay. And after three days, St. Lawrence came not with money, or 
um, vessels, sacred vessels made of precious metals. He didn't bring diamonds or any jewels like that. No, no. What he had done is he had gathered a great number of, of, of the sick, of those who were blind, who were lame, who were leprous, the orphans, the widows, and he, and, and he presented them to the representative of the emperor. And he said, these are the treasure of the church. Well, uh, unsurprisingly, this did not go well for St. Lawrence. Um, and he was told that he would die. And he would die little by little. And, um, and hence, the gridiron, right, or the, or the grill that was prepared for him. Now, in this time of prayer, which, yes, you know, we've, we've gone over some, some history. Now, it's history that maybe we're not exactly sure if it happened or not in, in the way that we've been told it. But, but it does reflect something that is absolutely true, which is what is the true treasure of the church? First and foremost, the treasure is Jesus Christ himself and Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. But then we also know that there's the treasure of the sick, of those who suffer, right? And why would we say this? Why would we say that, that those who are sick, that those who are, who are lame, who are leprous, right, who, who suffer, why would we say that they are the treasure? Well, because Jesus, you yourself, has showed us this. You have showed us the tremendous value and power of suffering accepted for love. Of suffering accepted for love of God the Father and for the love of souls. And so that's why the sick, those who are sick, those who suffer, are truly a treasure. Because the value of their suffering can be tremendous. We can live out that attitude saying, Jesus, you came to suffer for sins. You came to suffer for love of me. It was God the Father's will that you suffer that. And the fact that it was God the Father's will reveals to us that that suffering has great, great value, more than we can imagine. More than we can imagine. There's a wonderful quote from St. Faustina. She says, Oh, if only the suffering soul knew how much God loves it, it would die of joy and excess of happiness. Someday we will know the value of suffering, but then we will no longer be able to suffer. The present moment is ours. So what about your situation? What about mine? There is suffering for sure in one way or another. Maybe, maybe you're sick. Maybe you suffer a grave illness. Or perhaps you see someone else suffer. And that is also true suffering, very difficult suffering. Or perhaps simply you had a, you had a headache today or a cough or you had a lot of work to do. Or you suffer some kind of persecution for your faith or for who you are. So the key to giving value to suffering is to accept it out of love for Christ. Now, accepting suffering which comes our way 
is not incompatible with trying to use legitimate means to get rid of it. You know, I have a headache. It's it's good to be able to, to take some Tylenol or some medicine in order to get rid of that headache, in order to work well. But we're not going to be able to get rid of all suffering. And that's okay. In fact, that's good. Because Jesus, you've showed us that suffering is 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 of tremendous value that you came that is the means that you wanted to use to show us your love it is the way that you wanted to 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 show us also how serious and how bad sin is and you wanted to suffer it for our sins so that we could be reconciled for you so jesus help me accept suffering as you did for me and it will be fruitful it will be fruitful. There will be fruits of joy, of peace, of helping Christ on the cross. The devil knows the value of suffering. And he will work at getting us to doubt. He will work at getting us to question, right? To ask, how could God send me this? And he'll try to get us to rebel, to complain, to want to be at the center of attention, to be the victim, to be, to be the center of the pity of others. We have to fight against this. Jesus is inviting us to fight against this. So when there is suffering in our life, big or small, we become the treasure of the church, the treasure of, of God the Father, right? His son, his true treasure, suffered. We are also his children, and we also are his treasure always, but maybe in a special way when we accept suffering for love of him. Jesus, help me see the suffering in my life as an invitation to accompany you in your suffering and to offer it for the salvation of souls. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour. We'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Feast of St. Lawrence, Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. The Lord is God, the mighty God the great king over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. 
He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of martyrs. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Men, Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand, take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling, pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish, for suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
men will hate you because you are mine. But he who perseveres will be saved. The suffering of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, Fly like a bird to its mountain, See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord, whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world, his gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The The sufferings of this this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. Lord, hear a cause that is just. Pay heed to my cry. Turn your ear to my prayer. No deceit is on my lips. From you may my judgment come forth. Your eyes discern the truth. You search my heart. You visit me by night. You test me, and you find in me no wrong. My words are not sinful, as are men's words. I kept from violence because of your word. I kept my feet firmly in your paths. There was no faltering in my steps. I am here, and I call. You will hear me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Display your great love, you whose right hand saves your friends from those who rebel against them. Guard me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the violent attacks of the wicked. My foes encircle me with deadly intent. Their hearts tight shut. Their mouths speak proudly. They advance against me, and now they surround me. Their eyes are watching to strike me to the ground, as though they were lions ready to claw, or like some young lion crouching in hiding. Lord, arise, confront them, strike them down. Let your sword rescue my soul from the wicked. Let your hand, O Lord, rescue me from men, from men whose reward is in this present life. You give them their fill of your treasures. They rejoice in abundance of offspring and leave their wealth to their children. As for me, in my justice I shall see your face and be filled when I awake with the sight of your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord tested his chosen ones 
as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. I have known tribulations and distress. But, but in, in your, your commands, commands, I have, have found, found consolation. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles In those days, as the number of disciples grew, the ones who spoke Greek complained that their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food, as compared with the widows of those who spoke Hebrew. The twelve assembled the community of the disciples and said, It is not right for us to neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Look around among your own number, brothers, for seven men acknowledged to be deeply spiritual and prudent, and we shall appoint them to this task. This will permit us to concentrate on prayer and the ministry of the word. The proposal was unanimously accepted by the community. Following this, they selected Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit, Philip, Procurus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas of Antioch, who had been a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles, who first prayed over them and then imposed hands on them. That day saw the beginning of a great persecution of the church in Jerusalem, all except the apostles scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. The members of the church who had been dispersed went about preaching the word, Philip, for example, went down to the town of Samaria and there proclaimed the Messiah. Without exception, the crowds that heard Philip and saw the miracles he performed attended closely to what he had to say. There were many who had unclean spirits, which came out shrieking loudly. Many others were paralytics or cripples, and these were cured. The rejoicing in that town rose to a fever pitch. If anyone declares himself for me before men... I will declare myself for him before my Father in heaven. If anyone wishes to serve me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be with me. I will declare myself for him before my Father in heaven. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. The Roman Church commends to us today the anniversary of the triumph of St. Lawrence. For on this day he trod the furious pagan world underfoot, and flung aside its allurements, and so gained victory over Satan's attack on his faith. As you have often heard, Lawrence was a deacon of the church at Rome. There he ministered the sacred blood of Christ. There, for the sake of Christ's name, he poured out his own blood. St. John the Apostle was evidently teaching us about the mystery of the Lord's Supper when he wrote, Just as Christ laid down his life for us, so we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. My brethren, Lawrence understood this, and, understanding, he acted on it. Just as he had partaken of a gift of self at the table of the Lord, so he prepared to offer such a gift. In his life he loved Christ. In his death he followed in his footsteps. Brethren, we too must imitate Christ if we truly love Him. We shall not be able to render better return on that love than by modeling our lives on His. Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in His steps. In seeing this, the Apostle Peter seems to have understood that Christ suffered only for those who follow in His steps, in the sense that Christ's passion is of no avail to those who do not. 
The holy martyrs followed Christ even to shedding their life's blood, even to reproducing the very likeness of his passion. They followed him, but not they alone. It is not true that the bridge was broken after the martyrs crossed, nor is it true that after they had drunk from it, the fountain of eternal life dried up. I tell you again and again, my brethren, that in the Lord's garden are to be found not only the roses of his martyrs, in it there are also the lilies of the virgins, the ivy of wedded couples, and the violets of widows. On no account may any class of people despair, thinking that God has not called them. Christ suffered for all. What the Scriptures say of him is true. He desires all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Let us understand then how a Christian must follow Christ even though he does not shed his blood for him, and his faith is not called upon to undergo the great test of the martyr's sufferings. The Apostle Paul says of Christ our Lord, Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider equality with God a thing to be clung to. How unrivaled his majesty! But he emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, made in the likeness of men, and presenting himself in human form. How deep his humility! Christ humbled himself. Christian, that is what you must make your own. Christ became obedient. How is it that you are proud? When this humbling experience was completed and death itself lay conquered, Christ ascended into heaven. Let us follow him there, for we hear Paul saying, If you have been raised with Christ, you must lift your thoughts on high, where Christ now sits at the right hand of God. Blessed Lawrence cried out, I worship my God and serve only him. So I do not fear your torture. God is my rock. I take refuge in him. So I do not fear your torture. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, 
advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb, You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory, We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. Father, you called St. Lawrence to serve you by love and crowned his life with glorious martyrdom. Help us to be like him in loving you and doing your work. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. It's 20 minutes before the hour, and we have the Gospel in Conversation with God in Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Feast of St. Lawrence, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord reminds us that if you want to gain life, you have to lose it. It's from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of John. Truly, truly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life loses it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there shall my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now elsewhere, the Lord used the figure of the lost sheep. And that was a very familiar figure to those who were listening. It's pretty awesome that God seeks us out like that when we lose our way. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. In the Gospel of the Mass, we read one of the parables of divine mercy which most moves the heart. A man with a hundred sheep, a large flock, loses one, probably because the sheep strayed lagging behind the others as they looked for new pastures. And Jesus asks, 
Will not the shepherd leave the other ninety-nine in the fields and go to look for the lost sheep? St. Luke records our Lord's words, and when he finds it, he places it on his shoulders with joy to return it to the flock. How often has Jesus sought us out in spite of our lack of generosity and correspondence? Even though we do not deserve his care and stray through our own fault, he seeks us out again and again. None of the sheep received so much attention as the one that had strayed. The care that divine mercy pours out on sinners, on us, is overwhelming. How can we refuse the shoulders of the Good Shepherd if at times we lose the way? How can we not love frequent confession where we find Christ? We should take for granted that we are weak and will stumble. It is this very weakness, when we acknowledge it, that will attract the divine mercy, which comes to us with greater help and greater love. Jesus, our Good Shepherd, hurries to find the hundredth sheep that had lost the way. A marvelous condescendence of God for him to seek man out. What great dignity must man have to be sought out by God in this way? We can always count on Christ's love. Even during the worst moments of our life, he does not stop loving us. We can always count on his help to return to the right path if we have lost it, to begin and begin again. He keeps us fighting, and a leader on the battlefield values more the soldier who, having fallen back in flight at first, returns to the fray and attacks the enemy with valor than he does the soldier who never ran but never showed outstanding courage. He who never sins is not sanctified, but he is who always repents, trusting in the love God has for him, getting up and getting on with the fight. To have defects is not in itself bad. The only evil lies in making a truce with them, not struggling against them, thinking that they are part and parcel of our character or our nature. Making such a truce would lead to spiritual mediocrity. Our Lord does not want this to happen to those who follow Him. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 13 before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul clings to you, my God, because I endured death by fire for your sake. 
O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul clings to you, my God, because I endured death by fire for your sake. The Lord sent his angel to free me from the fire, and I escaped the flames unharmed. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all 
forever. The Lord sent his angel to free me from the fire, and I escaped the flames unharmed. Blessed Lawrence prayed, I thank you, Lord, for permitting me to enter the gates of your kingdom. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the in beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed Lawrence prayed, I thank you, Lord, for permitting me to enter the gates of your kingdom. A reading from 2 Corinthians Praise be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The Word of the Lord The Lord is my strength, I shall always praise him. The Lord is my strength, I shall always praise him. He has become my Savior, I shall always praise him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, I shall always praise him. Do not be afraid, my son, for I am with you. If you should walk through the fire, the flames will not harm you, nor will the odor of burning cling to you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Do not be afraid, my son, for I am with you. If you should walk through the fire, the flames will not harm you, nor will the odor of burning cling to you. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, you called St. Lawrence to serve you by love and crowned his life with glorious martyrdom. Help us to be like him, in loving you and doing your work. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.